Discipline Stoners. The gateway drug to mindfulness. Gateway drug to mindfulness. Let's roll one up and take a hit. Gateway drug to mindfulness. Let's roll one up and take a hit. And welcome back to another episode of Discipline Stoners. I'm your host, Eleven. My name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. Do you hear that? Um, I hear... It's my heart beating for you. Oh. <laughs> I just realized that we don't have anything rolled. Oh my God, that's rambunctiously irresponsible of us. We're coming to, we're coming to the table high, folks. What is even going on? <laughs> okay, so we both thought this was an appropriate amount of water, so that's why we're giving free promo to... All Max and BioSteel. Well, you just said it verbally. <laughs> you just gave the gold extra, but we have this nice little golden swan. Yes. Aragami. Um, Aragami. Mm-hmm. And it's a paper crane. Yeah, and it's beautiful. And it was given to me by the sweet little artist girl down by the water. Yeah, she was selling them. Yeah, and we didn't want it. <laughs> we didn't want it. And uh, I was, like, encouraging her. Yeah, we were like, these are beautiful. And she was actually such a great little salesperson, too. She was really dragging us in, like, it yeah. was partially and awkward then, to say no. Yeah, and just for us right now, we're just, like, trying to accumulate less in this time in our lives. So that's why we're, we we didn't necessarily want this beautiful we paper crane. We didn't need this. But then we were like, but we really want to support her. So let's just go give her some money. Yeah, so she was selling these for a dollar. And then I was just like, here's here's like in Canada, you, the, the first bill is five. Or else it's like a loony. It's very underwhelming. And we didn't, I don't even have those on me. Underwhelming to who? I love counting change. I'm just kidding. That's good. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to bless a child with money, it's nice to give them a bill. I don't know. That's cool. But, That's but just like a, a, a bunch of change is good, too. Regardless, gave her a fiver. Yeah. And she was like, oh, you got to take one, pretty much. Like, and her yeah. mom. And she was like, maybe Japanese, her mom, like, didn't speak, like, that much English. And the daughter was just it was so very cute it was so good it was very heartwarming yeah so she was out so, there selling her art and then so of course yeah of course artists. we were going to take the the beautiful paper crane that she, she made because we were wearing matching gold fanny packs yeah and so that was she fun. picked that out for us yeah and now we've become attached to it <laughs> <laughs> from something that we didn't want to something that we never knew we needed Okay, I brought two kombuchas here to the table. Which one do you want? Thank you. I always go for the mint and chlorophyll. Sometimes I feel like you don't go for the mint and chlorophyll. If there's lavender and lychee. Okay. Okay, so always for you, lavender and lychee. Always. And if I get myself anything other than that, you're going to get the mint and chlorophyll. Yeah. If there's no, okay, great. Well, maybe I'll just, I don't know. I'm not sure what overcame me, but I got a peach mango as well. That's, I feel like you like the peach mango. I feel like the mother in here is nuts. Whoa. Like, I can't even, Whoa. I can't even sit. That's, you can take that and make more kombucha. That's how much mother that is. Put that in something. Well, don't drink it. It will grow in your stomach. No, that's, I think it won't. But you should get the mother out. No? I'm serious. We should keep it. You got some. You got a bonus. Thanks, Rise. 
Okay, here's what's interesting about this peach and mango. Why are two things that are like yellow blue in this drink? Why well, is that's this drink what I think, blue? Because it has spirulina or something. Yeah, spirulina. Okay. That's what it has in there. That's what I think that is. So I don't like think green. it's actually a mother. Okay. It looks mothery to me. And it, and it smells a little bit vinegary, you know? Which it tastes means, a little bit vinegary. Yeah. Oh, wow. You don't get too much stank often from Rise, so that's yeah. good. Congrats. GTS is the stanky one. Thanks. Thanks, Rise. Okay. Well, everybody grab your joints, grab your edibles. It's a weird start to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up and down. It was odd. Okay, so well, we we got edible high just before this, so oh, yeah. well, we were we were actually debating whether or not we move forward with the the episode edible high, or to just hold off. And I think we did a bit of both. We did a little holding off, then we decided to move forward. That brings us to this moment in time, and <laughs> um, and I'm really happy because. Okay. We have more drugs. <laughs> Here, tell. What do we got? Blessed These are bars. blessed bars. Remember These... we had Angelina on? She was like, yo, I haven't seen them yet. Here they are. And everyone loved that episode, by the way. Thank you so much for all your comments and stuff. Through. She's amazing. Yes. These are her bars. They are so delicious. Oh, my gosh, everyone in Canada. Go, go get, them. get them. Go get them. Are you going to have another piece? Yeah, I'm down. I can't say no. Like well, these two? Yeah, let's go. Okay. They have ca- ca- it's cocoa nibs. M- it's mint dark chocolate with cacao nibs and sea salt. 100 milligrams CBD, 10 milligrams THC, and they come off in bars. So is there 10 squares, right? Mm-hmm. 10 so squares. That's 10 milligrams CBD right there. That's some quality healing. This is 20. With two milligrams THC. Nice. Yep. So really nice dosaging, and it's delicious. Like, this is for sure Mm. one of the most delicious bars, chocolate Mm. bars on the market, Mm. if not the most delicious. The mint? The mint is so good. Mmm. So proper chocolate. Mm-hmm. Mmm. And it's beautiful the way that there's the paint on it. Yeah. And I think that she was going to call this the float bar. But the mint, this, to tell what it is, took up the name, I think. Oh, man. And you can't, like, taste any weed. No. No. Like, for, for anyone, yeah. Like, and one milligram of THC, like, if you're very sensitive to THC, you're still gonna That's feel one fine. one milligram, but like not really. Like everyone should just be having a square in the morning before work. <laughs> and the little sea salt is not only delicious but also like helpful, good for your body. Yeah, and it's dark chocolate. Like Angelina doesn't fuck around. She uses the best shit. She's not here to play. Mm-mm. We're not playing. We're doing shit the best, and that's what we are out here trying to cultivate together with y'all is to just do the thing that you do the best what have you been learning this week fuck quite a bit right got my ass kicked last week in a great way in a harsh way lost a gig some collaborators fucked up a gig and my bike got stolen (laughs) our bike got stolen when you know and uh 
the bounce back was tremendous. Like the return, the good attitude. But then after a lingering couple days of life and um, even guided refocusing, I found myself in kind of a negative talk pattern. So I became much more aware of the subtle experiences that I was manifesting and I realized just how lucky I was that those are the type of problems I have like right now, like overall. So I found gratitude and then I found just reflection and I noticed what it's up to us to keep our thoughts clean. You have to keep your thoughts clean. You you will you will keep spiraling in bad emotion if unless you do the work to control your thoughts. You have to not be a victim. You have to keep moving. You have to not have expectations. And it's also simple, but it's fucking hard to like remember that shit when you want to um especially I've we talked about in the last episode, I've been really establishing a new version of myself. I feel like I hopped the timeline here. Um, shout out Alicia. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, and shout out the work I've been putting in. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot to like, let fall away with old patterning. And I've stopped some old momentum. But uh, it's, it's, you know, you can fight, you can go around all day and say what you're not, but you got to actually eventually define what you are. And, and that's like what you are focusing on and what you are giving and what you are being and becoming. How do you, um, how do you... Get so smart? I don't know. <laughs> no, how, like where, I think, I, do, I absolutely totally think we've talked about this before, but for, fuck it, I think it's worth talking about again. Cushman's how, Broken how, Coast. Yeah, nice. How do you um, sort of distinguish that moment of like f allowing yourself to feel shitty for a bit and then like figuring a way to swim up out of the shit like because yeah. we, we have to feel it like we I think we know this now like that's what I can't feel it to, to heal it you know and also like feel it and <laughs> it expands also so there's just this, is there a weird moment? Cause you had a moment um, where you like blessed everyone. Mm, that's right, that's and right. So it was like you had been feeling, you've been allowing yourself to feel, you had been documenting your feelings. Yeah. You know, like, so you had been definitely and moving and even processing. Even called out for talking shit online, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, I'm still a champ, you can call me out and I'll take it well. And then at some point, I think at some point, like when just you just enough. stop judging yourself for the way that you feel, you go, okay, I don't need to feel this anymore. Like, I honestly think there is a moment where you're just like, I know how I want to feel and this isn't it. So like, yeah, I mean, because when it comes down to it, I think like, when you when you forgive people, for example, it's it's your untethering from them. 
you're not untethering them from you necessarily. You know, like it's not. You're doing the entanglement focus. You're bringing that to you more. So I was just really sick of the feeling of judging people. I was like, this person should have did that. This person should have did that. And you're just in this perpetual state of regret. And like, fucking, mm. it's exhaustive. Like, God, it's not worth it. It's not worth being right. I don't care how right. Just like, peaceful. Like, stop with the right. And, uh, you know, to say that to yourself is so powerful. So, yeah, I had this moment where I was like, yo, everyone that I've thought about today, either kindly or not, I I just want to send you love. I just want to, like, bless you, you know? And uh, it's, like, just a recognizing of, like, we're all in this universe playing our part in our role. And sometimes, you know, not even on some, like, there's always a bigger picture, everything happens for a reason type shit, even though that's true. But just, like, legit, like, why do you carry hate or discomfort about other people in your body? You just can't, you just, that's so toxic. You know, it's like drinking the poison and hoping they die. You know, it's bizarre. So I just, like, wanted to send love to every single person who crossed my mind and who inspired me to have feelings one way or another. I was feeling, and that's okay. You're right, it did have something to do with, like, unlocking. And then, uh, yeah, uh, a friend, an acquaintance, like, yeah, reached out to talk to me about something instead of what I think would usually be handled with just, um, you know, letting it fester or yeah. like or like judgment in the way like, oh, all right, that's how you feel. You know, I was shooting from the hip and, you know, I said something that could have been perceived as hurtful and then they just like reached out about it. And I was like, fuck, thank you very much for doing that. <laughs> that seems very um, mature. Yeah, it was good. It's like we're just, it's a statement in where we're at yeah. as, as consciousness as people that we can just have that conversation yeah you're allowed to be like hey like you hurt my feelings but yeah like ultimately like it has nothing to do with you really because it's my feelings that are being hurt but i'm still allowed to tell you that they hurt (laughs) yeah i mean like there's a difference between going around using your don't offend me as like a protest to change other people's behavior but there's also something okay with just reaching out and letting someone know how their you know actions made you feel yeah. you know but then also like there's a certain amount of like truth and honesty that goes with that sort of expression you know but uh yeah i mean again it leads back to the whole idea that harmony is everything like mm-hmm. you want everything kind of like ultimately in harmony yeah you know even the lucky chaos of the universe sometimes is in harmony and I think it's always in harmony there's always everything is in harmony with something due to relativity sweet yeah what have you learned this week well um I was gonna do just like a really hard sidebar okay just because I am elevated 
Yeah. And um, I was wondering if you could jump into any other timeline that didn't have anything to do with the, this. So if you could like, you know how there's like in at that movie, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Bunch of different timelines, right? Like who who are you jumping into if you could like go hang out for uh, a few days what's what's another like what was what do you think another possibility of you could oh, be okay i got one like caesar's palace las vegas like floor manager like big guy in the casino oh i could my be that God. guy there's definitely a me that's like hey like jimmy like you know like i'm I could be a real good that guy. Oh, I love the that. The maitre d' of the casino or like owner or something like that. But often the owner isn't there like every day like that. It's yeah. like the guy who you know. Yeah. Who all the celebrities and stuff know. Yeah. I he run, he, he, he just looks around. I'm just that guy. He's a nice suit every day. <laughs> dark blue suit, dark green suit, bright yellow suit. Yeah. Yeah. I could be that guy. Okay, I, would I was jump thinking about it. getting you in a suit the other day. Yeah? I don't know. I just think it'd look nice. You like that, eh? <laughs> I look at suits and I'm like, that's very nice. Like humans have figured how to dress. But then it seems a little bit like uh, old, olden style. It's the, It feels like kind of like, <laughs> you just call those and <laughs> like collars. Like, <laughs> you know? You'd look nice in a suit. I know. In like a tailored suit. Like a nice suit. Yeah. I know. <laughs> You're just so uncomfortable. Uh, okay, what's what's one of mine? What what, what? I gotta choose for you? <laughs> I think that you are a camp instructor and you love <laughs> you love looking at little critters and Oh you, my god. Absolutely. And you, and you have little caterpillar friends in the forest and you and, and you you show kids about nature and stuff. That's accurate. Like very cute. What are what are yours? Write them in the comments. What do you think alternative timeline living existence for you is? Yeah, who's the one that you want to jump into I that mean, has nothing to do with like your current? Yeah, because like everything that's a dream in this current. Yeah, one, sure. I'm that's doing, what I mean. So yeah, do, like there, nothing. There's a timeline on the way, yeah. but there's a complete different version of you out there. Yeah, I feel like there's a um, what's that? hard gym like the the gym that uses like the crossfit i feel like crossfit. there's a crossfit version of me <laughs> oh fuck yeah <laughs> there's a crossfit like... version of me too <laughs> yeah. my buds are Corey and riley <laughs> we're gonna go play ultimate frisbee after pumping hard brunch <laughs> Fuck. So good. I love it. Um, okay, what did I learn this week? I've been chilling. I've really been moving slower, which is very nice. I'm enjoying it. a lot. And, even, and when I'm not moving slower, I just sort of give myself a little tickle like, hey, just slow, slow down a little bit more. Uh, that was like that a was tickle. a tickle. Yeah. That was a tickle sound. It's more like this. Okay, got it. <laughs> so less like. Yeah, less like that and for sure. Like. Apologies to every ear that Eleven just assaulted. Uh, oh <laughs> fuck yeah! Sorry guys. 
What yeah. a creep. <laughs> Fuck. Our, our flowers look very beautiful in the sunshine right now. They though. do. It's golden hour. Oh, it's golden shower. What hour? Sorry. Oh, my goodness. How, how are you? Keep going. What are you saying? That's wild. What did you learn this week? I learned that when you listen to yourself and make choices based on what your the information you are getting from self, that you can find a lot of relief. Mm. And I definitely needed to slow it down these last two weeks. They've been really fulfilling because, like, for me, slowing it down still means, like, getting up a good, every day a good amount of activity. Managing things But it's still. just, like, not too much. It doesn't feel too much for the first time in a really long time. And that mm. is... Do you think it's so you're, nice? You're doing more stuff that you like. I hope so. I feel like that's true. I feel like that's true. I feel like I'm I'm have the opportunity right now to like yeah, to just decide what I want to do in a day and then do that. So that's super yeah. like lucky. Yeah. Super lucky. Don't know if I've ever really given myself that privilege before. You're so um, talented. You should trust in thyself. Yeah. You well, do. I you am. You are. You are. Yeah, so ba- talk? basically going to book all of the roles for the rest of summer. Basically a TV star gonna immediately. Be the hottest TV star that anyone the sees ever. And then we'll get hot. and then we'll get better episodes than the one that you're currently listening to. No. <laughs> this one's top notch. Cuz we're high as fuck. And if you took some edibles and you're hanging out, you know exactly what it's like. No. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was um what was a favorite character from the restaurants that I did the impersonations for you to first win you over in the jacuzzi? What was your favorite character? Um I don't think it was Massimo, was it? <laughs> no. Um, what was some of their names? Um, Gitano. Oh yeah, that might be the one. Yeah. This, <laughs> like this. Oh no, no. He's not. always pushing back his thigh on his neck. <laughs> Just to catch everybody up on this, one of our first hangs ever. Yeah. Um, when he was trying uh, not to flirt with me by coming over to my place and just coming in the jacuzzi, just me and her. Yeah, he didn't tell me that he was still living with his mom, too. I can't believe I didn't do that. I <laughs> can't believe I pulled that shit. <laughs> and then your mom came down. That was so embarrassing for me. <laughs> oh, my God. She has always been the worst oh, like that. Oh, fuck. So good. My mom's so insecure. It's so funny. Um, and then uh, Eleven did a bunch of impersonations of people that he works with in a high, fine dining Italian restaurant. Yeah, in Vancouver. In Vancouver. I, I worked with as a teenager. And they were so good. I was dying. I could not stop laughing. Thank you. It was so fun. I, uh, I was in a world that offered itself to character creating very well during a time where I was mastering the art of like creating characters. So like 
man, I would just like have these scenarios constantly bump around my head, like about sketches about like the things I would wa- like watch happen in the fine dining Italian restaurant, and like the way that these career servers would talk about customers like right behind their back like a foot away from their head uh like the internal politics of like very strong italian personalities all working together at a place that like it has the ego of like the los angeles lakers like you know it's like it's it's like where the shit like everybody fucking knows where the shit like it's like the mob and the gangsters that would hang out there and the amount of money that would go through it was just so hilarious it was so stimulating for my 18 year old mind yeah and i just like strung together all my best little hits like for winnie there's like yeah you know walk around he's like do the impersonation of Christopher Walken and I would come out and be like guys and people would laugh and then Gitano was like okay get out of here get out of here he's like you don't ask them you don't ask them what type of wine they like you tell them what they're gonna <laughs> drink <laughs> don't be moron okay move 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 <laughs> so funny so good and there was this guy like I got ambition <laughs> he was like he was um Serbian but he like blend in with the Italians hard and he was just like a career server and he was this old guy and he was such a piece of shit because he used to eat chocolate bars and litter his thing like litter every day before his shift he'd get there early and I was a busboy so we'd have to clean the side hallways this guy would eat a chocolate bar every day. Yeah, and he was Fuck old yeah. and he was chubby and but like so cute. A Ritter Sport. The I squir- love those. Old Fuck, those fucking asshole every day. And check this out. I knew it was him, and he never told anybody it was him. We saw it in his backpack one day. He fucking comes early and litters his bar every day. On the it just on the inside when you walk in the staff entrance right in the front he'd fucking throw it on the ground I swear to God it was his own little fucking claim to power. <laughs> yeah, that sounds he like was, it, some was, type of move. I'm not and, really sure okay, what, me, but it sounds like a move. There was for this sure. guy Michael Black who, who was like a food runner who was like a busboy before me there, and then he was a food runner, and he was like maybe five three. And he, he spoke military, <laughs> like, ten four. let's go operations. <laughs> and we were getting laughing fits because the guy's name was Dan, the old guy. That, I can't, I caramba, okay, <clears throat> you got to get the bread to the table. <laughs> and he'd, he'd walk around trying to scold everybody, but he wasn't doing shit right himself because he was always slacking off. And he was getting caught on the chef, and the chef would ream him out. <laughs> It was just take it. It's like, you're fucking sitting here in the intro. He's like freak out at him. And this older, like, say Pino was like in his 40s. This guy was like, in his late 50s. Shit, that died. Passing <laughs> the batteries. Oh, man. It's, I'll keep going. It's no- Okay, 
technical difficulties, batteries die, but now we're back. Let me finish about Dan Karambish. And <clears throat> this guy, one time, Michael Black, he says, Hey, Dan, is this your chocolate bar? <laughs> Rap, <laughs> he spoke in military terms. And then he goes, that's not me, Karambish, that's not me. And then I one day I fucking saw him and I called him out. I'm like, Dan, that's you. And he's like, it's not me, Karambish, and stormed out of there. And everybody knew it was him, but he fucking did it every day. He put it in garbage like that. Like he threw it on and it was like, I swear to God, it was this little weird little like power move. Yeah. It was bizarre. Yeah, it was just like, just like, fuck these guys. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. But the tips you could make there, but they would take the tips, the like the owners, the chef, because sometimes the tips were like so high, it would be crazy. Like there's definitely psychology about keeping people in jobs. Like I with, thought you guys had tip percentages, so like all of the tips like went into a pool, and then like yeah, depending on what your like status was in the restaurant. Pretty that's much, that's what it was, and like, but you know, like managers were taking the largest tip cut portions. Like that's just like not not right. Yeah. You know, and like owners getting tip cut portions, like it was crazy. But like still worth it though, 100%. We, we all did better. Like it was known as one of the like most like get rich restaurants in the city at the time. Yeah. Like all the servers from there were like, it was like one of the top paying restaurants in the city. And that's why it was kind of like a cool little thing that like I worked, you know, at the top, kind of like I started with fine dining and yeah. And now I know food. <laughs> but fuck, no, there were some characters there. Uh, what's this song that we've been singing lately? She's, She's so high, yeah, yeah, high above me. She's so lovely. Wasn't there another She's song? So high, yeah, yeah. Cleopatra, Joan of Arc, Naphrodite. Shania got some uh, live plants in his tank. So very excited. I haven't seen him use. Um, don't impress use me them. much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But he, I did see him in this tall one over here, like chilling in it, and that made me so happy. But he hasn't done it ever since, and that was like. I don't know, six days ago or something. So I forget Shania's a boy. I don't think... I'm not sure. We've never confirmed, like, Shania's. She got a big dick. Oh, don't impress me much. Is that a line? Yeah. No, like I know it's not a line, but like, is it a line where like she does? Does she insinuate that ever? So you got a big truck. Oh, but like truck. I Shania, let's just let's just call it like it is. Shania Twain is a goddess. Yes. And is Canadian. undervalued. Yes. In all the world. Yes. And. Is still fucking rocking. Yeah. Like a boss. Like a boss. Fuck. Fuck. Thank you for your service, Shania. 
Would you roll up there? Some Cushmans. How did the buds looked a little? Eh. I was not impressed with the last smoke of Cushmans. Uh, I hope this is going to be better. The buds here shit the bed. As far as Broken Coast is concerned, I mean they still look. No, really the buds are pretty. good, but usually when you take open the top of yeah. like the the experience is usually like buds are bursting out. Yeah, it, I feel like it got shortchanged. Yeah, like I feel like there's not three point five in there. Like we should weigh it and send it back. Let's but just now smoke I've already it smoked and, it. and, and that's what, what they're happens. depending on. That's what they're <laughs> depending on. They're just like, well, now I'm high. It's all good now. And it's like, oh, classic stoners. That's why we're the best customers. Doom, boom, Another boom, point boom, for stoners. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. What was your favorite road trip you ever went on? I drove my sweet Lillian with my dad from Los Angeles back to Alberta. That's so nice. What did that give you? Just time. Just time with him. That's fun. It's like a beautiful... Like, I think we did it in like a week. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And you guys like stopped in hotels mm -hmm. and... <laughs> yeah, it was good. How about you? Um, I think it was with my dad too. Nice. It was it was around some like Canadian road trip that we took with Sandra and her Italian family. It was like my stepmom growing up. And uh me and Joe got to share a car just me and him and and her family all went in a van for a portion of time and it was just me and my dad and we really got to uh, meet each other through music so he was really into David Gray at the time mm. White Ladder and uh, and I was really into Dr. Dre <laughs> 2001 that's so funny and we would play a game we would go one song and one song for our favorite albums until we pretty much played the whole thing and I just remember like him nodding along to what's the difference and like saying how he appreciated that there was like live drums on it and stuff like that really acted as a you know connection i feel like um part of the reason why i got good at music originally or like started rhyming it was like with my dad like almost like to be good at something like he's always really interested in music you know so yeah that was pretty cool that was a cool road trip. Yeah. So we got to go one-on-one, you know, and he got to see, okay, like, this is, he likes this. Like, this is gangster rap. <laughs> like, you know, and for me to, like, listen and get into his music and what he was getting into and just, like, give his music a chance. And uh, and I got to kind of get a scope on what type of guy he was. I was just starting to understand the world. I was, like, maybe 10. Um, yeah, I was already listening to <laughs> gangster rap for sure. But uh, yeah, we, we got to, and then I did that live band cover. And then, yeah. yeah dude, I was 10. So that was listening to like 
Get shut up in a hot tub. Do the bubbles pop up? Nose in a cold startup. Mus- mucus and hot water. That's for trying to talk like the chronic was lost product. That's for even thinking of having a thoughts thought up. You better show some respect whenever the doc's brought up. So what's the difference between us? We could start at the penis or we could scream. I just don't give a fuck and see who means it. <laughs> that was 10. That's so cute. You and I have gone on some pretty epic uh, road trips. Yeah, we listened to that... Um, Bad Meets Evil. Yes. Uh, when, that was such a good album. I know. So good. I would listen to that again. Yeah. That was really good. good time to we revisit should listen that. To that. Yeah, it's such a good album. Eminem and Royce the Five Nine. And like summer now is here pretty much. Like it's yeah. on and off right now. But, Yo, but that'll it's be like dope. Here. Yeah. Yo, let's listen to that shit. That'll be great. And then we had uh, B.O.B. Yeah. Driving down to L.A. Yeah. <laughs> 2010. I got the magic in me. I got the magic, baby. Yeah, so good. Hmm. And then we drove back, and then we drove across Canada. We drove from Vancouver to Alberta. So we've really gone from one side to the other. Mm -hmm. Drove all over California. I remember when we were living in uh, Vancouver. I had this job as a animal carrier and I, we were listening to Bruno Mars's album and yes and we saw him in concert yeah we did with Justin with Justin and that's one of your childhood friends mm-hmm. and then one of the karaoke DJs we knew at the time was a usher in General Motors place where he was playing in the arena I go Thanks. Welcome. Tastes good though. Um, he asked us if he wanted to go down, like front, front and center, pretty much, like near the stage. And we're like, "Can Justin come with us?" Because I think it was Justin's idea to go to the show, especially yeah. the first place. Yeah. So we all got kind of nosebleed, nosebleed seats tickets. And Gogan was like, "That's the DJ, A Filipino homie. What's up, <laughs> Gogan?" Uh, such a great distinct name love that <coughs> he's like you want to come with and we're like can Justin come and he's like I only have two I'm sorry and then we're like okay that's okay thank you and I really wanted to go and Justin was even cool he was like you guys can go or whatever he would have been cool like he, you know but when he's just like and she looks at me like really like are you gonna? and I'm like yeah no it's not right and I'm like, okay, thank you. Thanks, bro. Appreciate you. Especially I'm that type of person that does get ushered to the front of the line. That was hard for me that day. But then as soon as he <laughs> walked away, he said, okay, that's cool, <coughs> sweetheart. And we were there with sweet little Justin who was still just bouncing back and forth. And then the next song Bruno Mars plays is, you can count on me like one, two, three, and I'll be there. That's what friends are for. It's like this friend song. Yeah. And it's so nice. And it would have been so shitty to like go down to these seats and then that song comes And then look back up and sweet Justin's like, I'm alone. So I'm a friend. And then we would have been those friends that bailed. Yeah. Ditched him to go to the top, but we didn't. We were fucking partying and then nosebleed seats, buddy. 
That is cool though that if you work at concerts and you know people, you can, you can like bring them to better seats. Well, yeah, sick. it's just like if you're at a restaurant, and you know that like oh no one's using this table tonight. You're like come with me, give, yeah. you, give friends a good table. Yeah, exactly. It's just like uh, it's if pretty, like you're at a gym. And it's lots of circumstances. Like, there's like, oh, if you, you there's no one in the sauna today, or so like you can yoga go teacher, into the sauna. you could say, "Come up here." There's no one, Matt. There's no Matt's here yet. <laughs> that one didn't work. Why don't you stop condemning me? <laughs> you can't count on me. Like one, two, three, and I'll be there. <coughs> And you'll say one Cause that's what facts are for Yeah, yeah Fun fact You can read a fact If you have that And we'll listen Cause Winnie's got a segment on the show Montreal had their own version of the Stonewall Riot. On July 15, 1990, police raided the sex garage's after party. The violence ignited 36 hours of clashes between Montreal's LGBTQ community and the police force, which was accused at the time of harboring a culture of homophobia. The sex garage raid is now widely considered to be Montreal's Stonewall. Sex Garage politicized a generation of LGBTQ activists who could who would change the Quebec political landscape, uniting gays and lesbians and francophones and anglophones in a common front. These activists was, uh, would establish the Site Pride March and political action groups like La Table de Concentration Dissertation de gays et lesbiennes de ou Grand Montreal to su- successfully fight for LGBTQ civil rights and improve gay life in Montreal. The French uh, love the gays, I thought. <laughs> I thought they was fine with the gays. 1990. You were one. This little French baby was saying, this is my right to be gay. That's Let me put the cock in my mouth. Where are you going? Did with I this? take it too far? When was so. it too? When could I? Have, when should I have stopped? <laughs> I don't know if you should have started. Honestly, was it before the baby with the dick in the mouth, or was it after that point? Right, 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 right. Well, fuck. I don't know. I might be canceled next week now. Oh my god! I'm totally kidding. No, I would never say that. But um, we did have an episode that says, is 11 a redneck? So you can go check that out if you're triggered by what I just did. Holy shit. (laughs) I lean into it, though. Relentless. You can count on P if you need. Okay, listen. Love that. Love what happened. So what was Stonewall originally then? Sorry, I just became a comedic nutcase. Can you tell us more about Stonewall? That was a riot that happened in New York. Yeah, the, the the there was a raid, like a giant raid in New York. <coughs> and it was like, what 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 is the history of homophobia? It makes 
well, I mean, all all prejudice <coughs> makes zero sense. There are stereotypes <coughs> that some are fair, some are not. But like being against somebody's sex choice is just so bizarre. It seems so closeted gay. It's it seems so gay. Like of a guy to be like, hey, 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 excuse me, who are you having sex with? Mm-mm, I feel a way about that. What? It's none of your. It's none of your business. <laughs> no. What are you saying? I'm saying like the history of the prejudice of the LGBTQ community and the strangifying of anything other than heteronormative yeah, I'm manifestation. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that was religion. Like, I don't know 100%, Okay, there you go. That's what I was going I'm, for. That's I'm, the answer. I'm pretty sure, yeah, it was just like... It had to do with reformant, tyrannical and controlling leading. people. Yeah, just like yeah. how fucking Justin Trudeau and, like, government wants to do now. It's just a new thing. Church used to be the thing. They read the Bible, and instead of looking at it as an internal guide which would lead them to meditation, forgiveness, tithing, prosperity, and abundance. They flipped it in lack mentality, took it as a history book, and then enforced those rules like laws on people, like mandates. And y'all went along with it. And then you agreed to the heteronormative as the standard and the white face as the standard. All this was just agreed to because of dominant power that we think we have legislative tools now to protect us from, but we don't. You can protest. That's how things are done. But ultimately, it's hard to know if you're not just being swooped in to some sort of larger narrative plan because they knew they set bait for you to take. It's very hard. Just riots as a whole, I'm saying, or as a fight. But fuck, that is history. That is human history, and that's empowering at the ground level because they're actually taking their... Uh, future into their own hands they're controlling and affecting and and fighting back like those people get fucking criminal records you know those people that gotta step up they're the ones that that you say are bad in it when it's hot in the moment right now your neighbor they got a problem with the cops what do you judge them and stay inside you go see if everything's okay you know these riots that we that we champion later it's too late now I'm now seeing banks put the LGBTQ flag, which is new. Shouldn't be new. But, like, it's great that it's this month. But, like, it's like, I don't know. Like, for me, it's great that we champion all this history. It's like, what's the fight happening right now that, like, you can get beside your neighbor on? You know? I don't know. I mean. I I just got poetic. I don't know why. I, I encourage it all, but I don't know why I went that way. Yeah. I think there there's still a lot to be fought for. <clears throat> yeah. In LGBTQ plus rights and like essentially all minority rights. Like there's still a lot to be done, but I'm a little less pessimistic. I'm a little bit more like I think that it's I understand why it's like obvious to be like it's not enough. I agree with that. Like, it's not enough, but at the same time, like, it's more than what we've seen before. <coughs> That's true. You're very optimistic that way. I love that. 
it is the further this is the best yeah shut the fuck up me yo straight up i came in as the pessimist there so uh this is the best it's ever been on earth hands down i know that's so that's so intense to say it's the safest at least it just is who knows who actually knows i mean like you're literally say as like a human society like we're talking like hundreds of years thousands of years no more predators hundreds of years better medicine better food better clothes decades literal less exposure to secondhand cigarette smoke inside uh like car safety like like literally like decade we are increasingly getting safer yeah and bet drinking water understanding drinking things like kombucha instead of pop all the time like just from the shifts of when I've been alive as a kid to an adult, the options that are available. Oh, for sure. Coconut, knowing I about coconut even, water. I didn't even have a lot of avocado in my childhood. Yeah, white people didn't know about shit. <laughs> like avocados and, and kombucha. These are like Latin and Indian things that we're now like progressive westerners so we like fucking love we're like what the answer's been here the whole time can we put a pretty label on it and can i overpay for it so i feel special (laughs) supply and demand baby trend culture set that's the demand so it's the demand is supply isn't it but you gotta have the supply supply and demand do you understand the concept of supply and do you understand the concept of demand and supply? No, it is supply and demand. Anyway, fuck, I'm high. You supply, they demand. <laughs> I'm demand. What a <clears throat> ambiotic relationship. Is that the right word? What that has your relationship? Like the right word. <laughs> what has your relationship with gay um, people been when you grew up as a kid? Did you did you get exposure to LGBTQ folks or queer folks as a kid? Um, I did, yes, um, in BC. In BC, yeah. yeah. BC has yes, that's where I grew up in. Yeah. A good community there. So I spent like a first little half of my life in BC, and then yeah, when we moved to Alberta, that decreased for sure. Alberta is a little more heteronormative straight like square yeah i think even even they are progressing i think i think like they are the texas there is progress being made but um i think they're probably yeah just a little bit maybe slower generally speaking along the progress trail as we're slow around these parts yeah other parts of the country we got steakhouses, but I do love eating at a gas station. Actually, I had an incredible brunch at a gas station. <laughs> uh, several times, actually, in many gas stations, including Newfoundland and Sylvan Lake. Oh, where in oh, where in Sylvan? Oh, yeah, that place. We went with your friend. And oh then my God. also, what was that place? That place had good breakfast. Seriously, like actually legendary. Yeah. 
And then me and Tyson went there the day that we left and we were playing and rapping for people. Wow. Small town Alberta came out that bitch like a phoenix. Yeah. Eleven stayed in Ooh. small town Alberta for what? Two weeks. Two. I, made it, I made it two weeks. Without Winnie there, I made it two weeks. Yeah. I just had an opportunity to go to yoga school and I had to take it. And I was like, sorry, I have to leave you here for two months. And you were like, okay, everything will be fine. And then you left cat shit in my parents' basement that said charity on it because I my mom not. wrote like charity on a bag, a bag that you used, but you did leave cat shit in a bag in the basement. And she thought that it was like, uh, fuck you, I'm out of here. <laughs> Statement. She, she, was, she thought I put shit in a bag and <laughs> wrote... As though was like, charity was some sort of clever thing to say to do with shit. It was just so it, shocking. In what context? In what context does that make sense? Well, whatever. I think it was just super shocking. And like, it doesn't matter how she took it because you were still in the wrong for leaving it there. Oh. <laughs> 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 you were such a little shit. You don't even like. I anyone, smoked weed in your parents' basement. <laughs> anyone who looks at us and is like, you guys are the cutest. This has been 14 years in the fucking making. Like, uh, we do fuck. not have. We have always our fair share of good. like <laughs> shitty moments for sure. And I remember when we would get into fights and. I don't know, I would go to a bar or something and end up talking to an old guy who's been married for 20 years, and I was like, how do you do it, or something, you know? And he's like, "You'll, it won't be your last fight. And he's like, it will be every time you'll just, like, learn. And I remember, like, hearing that advice and that wisdom and that knowledge, and I'm like, I almost didn't trust that. I thought he was putting me on, but I could sense this warmness to him, and I was like, damn, he's really sure of this. And uh, that's so true because now looking back, it's like, fuck, I used to take every argument so seriously. And it's like, no, man, that's what emotionally sure people do is like you can have an argument, disagreement. You can even be at odds for a day. But like you got to like you got to be able to talk through it and find like a higher thing. And you always do. And yeah, it's it's there were some fucking rough disagreements throughout our relationship. Yeah. And like we we're just getting closer and closer on alignment in the way we view things and see things. We we basically came from like entirely separate sides of life, like separate sides of the track. Like it is Greece. We watch Greece and we realize that we manifested so much like Greece. <laughs> The, the girl that moves around, the blonde girl, like the guy's kind of Except like, I didn't just like change my whole self to be with the guy. Says the girl who's on a podcast about weed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. We both change for each other's. No, I don't Evolution. think. I think we changed because change is what happens in life. I know, and you just move towards the people that you're around the most. But I mean, you're not incorrect. 
we did, well, I mean, same with me. Like, but, I, like, my choice. This has all been my choice. Of course. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. Of course. And that's what I mean. There are our own decisions, but, like, do they correlate? Like, I think I would be much more rock star lifestyle, if not you. But, like, I, like, enjoy finding a groundedness. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. You would just be fucking in the ether, man. You would, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It would be a lot. It would be hard to sustain. Yeah, I don't know if I would have. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know either. You end up having to do something crazy. Yeah. Because you don't give up. Like the... I always kind of consider myself like the shooting star type. Like the Tupac. Like the wild. Like just go for it. But I find more lately that I've made choices on my timeline that are more... Jay Z, more square, more future inspired. Mm. <clears throat> Thinking of the next and like you're gonna be here for long. That's good. But we are here for a good time, not a long time. A human life is still just like a hundred years. That's crazy. I know. We know people who have died now. Yeah. Like that's crazy. <laughs> I had this when I was your age. <laughs> yeah, early 30s. You're like, yeah. <laughs> people have came and went in this time. Yeah. You're at a place where mortality just is like... I'm, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. If you're over 30, you're lucky. Absolutely. I think, I mean... That's crazy. All of us are lucky. I mean, we're all lucky if you're just like, if you're here, every moment is a gift, every day is a gift. It sounds tacky, but it's true. It's just every moment, every split second is an absolute miracle. Well, you, and you want to know why, because like... You have the hands. Tr the truth is sometimes like, it doesn't like what's happening to you doesn't feel like an absolute miracle. But the reason that... Because you're the being miracle. The reason that it is is because um like your spirit self like you in spirit form doesn't feel the uh like contrast of this human experience so like it up there is living the sensations like the human sensations through you but when you die and go back to that you you like <coughs> It's not like this human experience. So it, that in itself, to think when you're in, in pain of sorts, you know, to think that like, wow, I really won't feel this forever. Because <laughs> there's going to be a time where it's just pure positive energy and love. <laughs> yeah, you have no senses to protect yourself from. Yeah. There's a lot that goes with being a human. <clears throat> you could easily see how teenagers without problem-solving skills fall into depression. Because if you don't have the mental discipline to pull back and find gratitude, you are constantly surviving. You know, you're like, it's cold outside, I gotta put on a thing. Uh, I'm standing for too long. I have to sit down. Like, I have to rest. Like, I'm alive for too long. I have to eat. Like, there's thing To be in this vessel, there's rules. 
there's very simple documented disciplined rules <coughs> what are they eat healthy sleep well take care of yourself essentially i think those are just like they're not rules they're more uh options well they're laws to to living a fulfilling sustainable life like you need from whose perspective Oh, I'm just saying, like, as a physical vessel, mm -hmm. your body requires, I guess, supposedly a certain amount of vitamins, right? But I guess... Does do that make someone have a, um, a better experience? Yeah. Debatable. You're getting like super Alan Wattsy on me. <laughs> I, I, I guess I'm, I'm leaning more towards science on this episode. It's usually the other way around. I'm the floofy one often, but no, I'm definitely going to go with. There are, there are actual factuals that every single human being needs to like move their their cardiovascular system for their body to feel, for your brain to feel healthy. Except the monks that live in the Himalayas that achieve ecstasy through meditation and stillness. That's right. That's what. That's one way to go about it. So do that first, and if that's not available to your lifestyle, it's very cohesive with a healthy approach to life to do some sort of physical activity to relieve the pain that goes with just having this physical being. Your joints get calcified, things like that, you know? Stretch that. So the only reason why I'm um, like being uh, so fucking combative. For yeah. This story. Yeah. Is because I always remember the Abraham that's like Abraham is like Esther thinks that when she eats sugar, it's not good for her knees. So uh. every time that she eats sugar, she has a, a reaction from this belief. And she would and Abraham is like she absolutely does not have to have that reaction. Like 100% doesn't need so to happen. So we created. But as long as she holds the belief that we, we sugar created. is bad for her. So, <clears throat> but that's just like, that's kind of intense to like tell people like, hey, you are in control of everything. Because well, like, that's what fuck, I do there's so many factors. There's so many factors. Super well said. <clears throat> and that's what I say is the case when people ask me like oh man how do you eat pizza like late at night i'm like baby that's my friend food is my friend you know i'm going to nurture my body and give it some fuel right now and it's going to accept what i'm giving it and it's going to benefit from it and it's going to be able to use it and i'm so certain of it because I do my part to meet my body by working it every day. Oh. Going for a nice long walk, like a brisk strong walk, like not like just a lazy honky donkey, like like get your heart going, you yeah. know? <clears throat> and Although honestly, people underestimate the value of a stroll, in my opinion. Well, for the, <laughs> ment the mental clarity alone is great. And just for your feet and stuff and yeah. Are you gonna read from a book? Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, I guess I should. Yo, we're gonna have um, Stuart from Stuart Farms on. Yes, we are. Okay. 
What am I going to read? I would like to share something from a great Neville Goddard book I've been reading lately. Mm. <clears throat> Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Give us a like. Even leave a comment down below on the YouTube or on uh, Apple Podcasts. It does some bullshit to the algorithm or some fucking shit that makes us look uh, cooler. Some fucking shit, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bullshit, fucking Thank Morty. Thank you. Thank you guys for subscribing and following and being a part of our Patreon family. We got some fun content there today. We do a special story there. There's an exclusive Patreon story. Yeah. And get the app if you're on our Patreon and you don't have the app, get the app. Get the app. It's free. It's fun. Um, I know it's one more password to remember, but you know what? Just put it in your notes. Write it down. You won't forget it. And we all got to grow up now and remember our passwords and have a little log. Yep. Winnie taught me that. Um, anyway, good stuff over on Patreon. Uh, we're doing nudes over there now, so go check it out. <clears throat> today, <laughs> today, I'm going to read from Awakened Imagination including The Search by Neville Goddard, given to me by Wendy. Ooh, okay. Won't you please pick a number between 23 and 71? The phenomenon of our life, then we are relieved of the burden of wondering what to do, for we have no alternative but to identify ourselves with our aim, and inasmuch as the state with which we are identified mirrors itself in our inner speech, then to change the state with which we are fused, we must first change our inner talking. It is our inner conversations which make tomorrow's facts. <clears throat> we have a snippet here from the Ephesians 42224 on page 48. 42224. Put off the former conversation, the old man which is corrupt and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Put on the new man, which is created in righteousness. <laughs> That's exactly what I said, the timeline thing. Our minds, like our stomachs, are w wetted by change of food. Quintillion. <clears throat> Stop all of the old mechanical negative inner talking and start a new positive and constructive inner speech from premises of fulfilled desire. Inner talking is the beginning, the sowing of the seeds of future action. To determine the action, you must consciously initiate and control your inner talking. 
Construct a sentence which implies the fulfillment of your aim, such as, I have a large, steady, dependable income, consistent with integrity and mutual benefit. Mm. And reading on to page 49 to finish the paragraph. Or, I am happily married, I am wanted, I am contributing to the good of the world, and repeat such a sentence over and over until you are inwardly affected by it. Our inner speech represents in various ways the world we live in. Yeah. We are blessed. Highly suggest Uh. Awakened Imagination by Neville Goddard. Mm. This type of information will change your life, your understanding on self. Yeah. How we go from the seed from within. Very deep stuff, very real stuff. I hold this close to my heart. It's nice. And that was so on point with the renewal of self. The whole self-perception, the making the choice to shift and find gratitude, to live within the desired idea of self. That was a whole lot of something. This was another episode. <laughs> That's for sure. This was an episode of that of this podcast. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so you watch any good shows lately? Oh no. Yeah, oh, I love no. that for you. I love that for you. It's Thank good. you so much. But no, that's the show. That's the show. No, that's the show. You want it? Okay, cool. Um, guys, make sure to subscribe to this channel uh, or the YouTube channel, which is if you search Winnie Clark on YouTube, it will come up. Um, hopefully if you search Discipline Stoners podcast, it will come up. I'm pretty sure it will. Um, if not, just text me, (laughs) um, which ultimately is like DMing me on Instagram. And this has been a high episode. This has been a high episode. High as shit, I would say. And, and that's fine. High as fuck. High as fuck almost. Every now and then, you know, that's what. More like high as shit. It's gonna be, it's not always gonna be like this, so. You know what we've been waiting for. Things change naturally, you know, just. Thanks. That's the course. Change. We can't stay stay away from the the change. Now watch me come up. I hustle, I hustle even harder. I put that work (laughs) in to win, no problem. Thanks. Change. Change. They don't stay the same. Now watch me come up. Even if you could control every aspect of your life like so it would you think you could draw be the same life. all the time for all of time you'd have to be anal you'd retentive. still gonna you're still gonna age so you're still gonna change you at one point will shit your pants again probably most likely yeah now watch you blow up i hustle i hustle even harder and that's okay when you do okay wind wind, no it's okay problem. when you do guys <clears throat> I wrote a great little freestyle verse today. I'll show you guys this right now, okay? Put this in the episode. Okay. Is that fine? How about this? Ready? Yeah. It's a great song I just found today. She never been in San Diego. But you'll be so glad that you came. I be up chilling in Toronto. Type of vibe that's here for the summertime.
Brandon didn't get the second date. My shows, I've gotten three and lost three. But no, I sustained one. So I'm actually one for three. It's a weird return. It's been a weird season. But we're letting it happen as it's it It's technically not summer yet. Summer happens in a week. So full moon last night. Things were high, okay. high motions last night. Hot and heavy. Shit's wild. It's good though. Ralph is chilling and, today. And remember what we talked about about like how, like, source doesn't feel what you're you're feeling. So like, I feel great. Oh, I feel, feel great. Into those feelings. I feel everybody. good. I feel good. I love you guys. Love you. Be well. Thank you. Thanks for everything. <laughs> Thanks for joining our Patreon. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Discipline stoners. The gateway drug to mindfulness. Gateway drug to mindfulness. Let's roll one up and take a hit. Gateway drug to mindfulness. Let's roll one up. Hey, Wims! Oh my. <laughs> yes. We uh, we got a new thing. Oh right. We need to tell you about our new thing. Support the show now on Patreon and get a bunch of private perks. 